Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the latest episode of Trundle Bed Tales. Now, today we're having kind of an experiment on a couple ways, a couple different ways. First off, I apologize for being a little late. It took longer to feed the sheep than I thought it would. Uh, so it put me a little bit behind schedule, but I'm here now. And part of it also was that I just upgraded to a new phone. So this time, instead of uh, calling in like I have done previously using the the, through the computer, I'm using the phone, and we'll have to see what that does to voice quality. And it doesn't have a good as mic, I don't think, but it should drop the call um, a little less, which has been an ongoing problem. So we'll see how this sounds, and if we don't like it, we can always go back to the old way. Now, today's episode, to get started, we've got a little bit of housekeeping. And that is, as always, a chance to remind you that if you want to ask a question or give a comment, you can do that anytime the show is live. You can also use the same number to call in and listen live if you don't want to stream it through the computer. So the number is 714-2472-5253 or toll-free 1-877-633. Nine three eight nine. That's toll free one eight seven seven six three three nine three eight nine. And I also want to remind you of our upcoming episodes on Laura's birthday. We are going to be having our annual uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder on air birthday party. Now this will be the third year we've done it in this format. Well, we ask people to call in and share with us the um, story of how you became a Laura Ingalls Wilder fan, your favorite Laura Ingalls Wilder related experience. If you have any family traditions that started because something you read in, read in Laura, um, how Laura impacted your life at all, or a funny story about being a Laura fan, or whatever you want, you can call in and share about Laura. Now, Following from input I got last year, I have extended it to an entire hour. So, heaven help us, I hope that there will be enough people calling in to fill it up so we don't have dead air time. So, this is on you. Make sure that you call next week. Uh, It's going to be on Saturday, February 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. So you can uh, find out about it by going to my blog, trundlebedtales.wordpress.com, or the Blog Talk Radio page, blogtalkradio.com slash trundlebedtales, and you can listen to it live. You can chat. You can, uh, If you don't want to share live, you can email me your story. You can tweet. You can message me on Facebook. 
any of that stuff, and I'm, but I want your story, so please consider it now. Also, based on updates from last year, I was asked to do one in honor of Almanzo too. And I haven't tried this at all before, so I, I'm not sure if people are going to have Almanzo's stories to share too, but I hope they are. So that's going to be also on, on Almanzo's actual birthday, Friday, February 13, uh, 2015. And I just realized I have to update the years on those two posts. I have it wrong. Oh, well, we'll get it fixed. So it's going to be at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, p.m. Mountain Time. I'm going to start over. I think I missed up. 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and 6 p.m. Pacific Time, basically an hour earlier than those. Laura, when's going to be? And it's just going to be half an hour. So call in and share your favorite Almanzo stories, what you like best about Malone or Spring Valley or Smet. In honor of Almanzo's appetite, you can tell us your favorite stories about Little House food. Call in and share or share ahead of time. And again, you can find links to those either on my uh, blog or on the Trundle Bed Tales website itself. So next up, we are about done with housekeeping for that. So now today's episode is episode 62 of the numbered series and it's going to be looking back at 2014 looking ahead at 2015. Now that's going to combine two of our annual special programs uh, where we usually do one looking back on Laura Fandom in 2014 and one looking ahead in 2015 but I'm going to go ahead and combine them this time just because if you remember, if you listened to the Looking Ahead to 2014 one, it was just beautiful. Everybody had all their dates ready. I think there was like one place I couldn't check the date. I had it all ready to go, sweet as anything. And I said, oh, how wonderful that was. And I shouldn't have, but we're going to go ahead and, and push ahead with what we do have. So, what has been going on in Laura Ingalls Wilder fandom in 2014? Well, first off, starting last spring, the uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum in Puffin opened its new addition. They now have actual bathrooms that the public can use, which is a big plus up in telling people to go use the gas station on the corner. They've also used that space to uh, have an expanded gift shop, and they are um, have rearranged their exhibit space just a little bit. In addition, uh, things in Baroque, the dolls that for many years sat in the parlor, they had been made by a former board member, and uh, they were of the English family, and they decided to move those along, which I think was a good idea, and return them back to the family of the woman who made them. They also started having organized birthday parties, which I think they're about the only um, home site that officially does something like that. I mean, I'm sure the other ones do events, but this is about the only one who advertises birthday parties. So if you have a little Laura fan, 
they really designed it in mind with having a bunch of kids and an adult, but I really uh, would recommend doing more of a family group, maybe a one friend and the kids and plan on spending the night in Decorah. Um, but it really is a very nice thing. So if you get a chance to do a Laura Ingalls Wilder birthday party at Baroque, I highly recommend it. Also, invention, this year um, marks the first, or 2014 mess, um, was the first year the Mary Ingalls Society actually uh, got a chance to um, act like a society. The building, the blind school at Vinton, had been heavily damaged in a storm uh, a couple of years ago. It took off the roof and had water damaged a lot of the building. So uh, the regents, it is a regent school, paid for putting a new roof on, but they were doing um, construction all of last year, and this year they were still, in 2014, they were still working on it, but it at least was to the point where you could get in, in and out a little better. They had the first Mary Ingalls pageant the first weekend in August, and response from that has been good enough that they're going to be having uh, one again this year in 2014, or in 2015. 2014 always also marks the 40th anniversary of the Little House in the Prairie TV show, the NBC version. And because of that, there were events all around the country at a lot of places that do Laura sites. And the big, uh, oh, and, then, and out of the country too, there was a, one in France, but the biggest one was in Walnut Grove, Minnesota. And um, if you've been following along my blog, you've seen lots about that, and we've actually got some more reports still to come. I uh, especially. Especially if you look at the things I posted, I fell down while I was there and scratched my face up all the heck and bled all over everything. So it was a very memorable experience for me. Um, a happier thing of what I did this year was uh, I continued to polish my In the Kitchen with Laura program, which is a program where I uh, take on the persona of Laura in the 1930s and invite you into my kitchen and bring people up on stage to interact. So they do things like mix up um, biscuits and and, um, and ginger water, and everybody in the audience can have a taste of the ginger water if they want, and um, mess with plums, and just all sorts of things that uh, Laura would have done in her kitchen. I'm really pleased with it, and to kind of promote it this uh, year, I've been doing a more or less monthly series of posts on In the Kitchen with Laura in my blog talking about different kitchen-related things, and they have been popular enough that I have decided that I'm going to continue doing it. I'm not going to try and officially do it monthly, but I am going to go through and continue doing posts about things with food and Laura since that's something I'm really interested in anyway. Uh, there is also... Uh, was a uh, little bit of noise about Danbury, Connecticut in September when Rose's house was put on the market for sale. And Cottonwood Tree, uh, which is uh, more a blog, got some lovely pictures that they posted about what the house looks like now, which it looks like more or less, uh, judging by the pictures that appeared in Women's Day, what it looked like when Rose lived there. Uh, the last, I haven't heard if it's actually sold yet, but I think best things about Laura fans that it would be a great museum. I really think 
the chance to do that decently is passed. So what I personally was hoping was that somebody would buy it and open it at bed and breakfast, which I think would do really well, but we'll have to see who gets it. There were quite a few books that came out in 2014. The Musical Memories of Laura Ingalls Wilder, uh, done in conjunction with Bill Anderson, came out in a new edition. The original one was done in 92, and this is an update. It's a slight, The book's edited slightly differently. It's got a nicer cover. It's got a little nicer paper. Uh, it lists out a couple things that were in the original, and it adds some more photos and some Cheryl Harness drawings, which are always worth having. But the big change is that instead of having music on a cassette tape, it's on a CD. And I just recently blogged about that this year. Uh, back in October was The Prairie Table, and Melissa Gilbert did a book tour, which for some reason included Iowa. I mean, it's got like eight places around the country, and two of them were within a half hour of where I live. It was just strange. But anyway, 